Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI Mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We bless you for this great privilege and opportunity to be in your presence. Amen. Please be seated in heavenly places. I've been sharing with you the secrets that Jacob knew that made him so prosperous. Hallelujah. And I want us to go there again, be guided by the scriptures as you give your offering, you pay your tithe and sow your seeds. Genesis chapter 28. Genesis chapter 28. There's a lot of things there. Let's keep reading it and I'm sure that understanding of these scriptures will change something in our lives. Hallelujah. Are you in Genesis chapter 28? If you are there, say amen. If you are not there, say wait for me. Genesis chapter 28. I'm reading from verse number 10. The Bible says, And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went towards Haran. And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night. Because the sun was set, and he took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down in that place to sleep. Are you there? Okay. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder sat, set up on the earth, and the top of it reached to the heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it, And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father, and the God of Isaac. The land whereon thou liest, to thee I give it, and to thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south. And in thee and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with thee, and will keep thee in all places whether thou goest, and bring thee again into this land. For I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken to thee of. Sixteen, and Jacob awake out of his sleep 
and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. And he was afraid and said, How dreadful is this place? This is none other but the house of God, and is the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took of the stone that he had put for his pillows and set it up for a pillar and poured oil upon the top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city was called Luz at first. And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, If God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go, and give me bread to eat and raiment to put on, so that I come again to my father's house in peace. Then shall the Lord be my God. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give the tent unto thee. Amen. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. Amen. So this is a very powerful scripture. This is after uh, Jacob had stolen the blessings from his brother Esau. How many remember the story of Jacob and Esau? You know, when you don't read your Bible, you may think that the story of Jacob and Esau happened when they were young. You may think that they were maybe seven years or eight years, but no, they were old men in, the, in their 40s, 41, 42. That is when this story happened. And Bible says after this, when he stole the blessings from his father, he pretended that he was Esau, and the father blessed him. And how did the father bless him? He blessed him by speaking words. If you go uh, before, you will see. He said the voice is the voice of Jacob, but the hands are that of Esau. Are you here? He said the voice is that of Jacob, but the hands is that of Esau. Hallelujah. The reason why many of us, we are not blessed. You see, Jacob got blessed. And we, we can learn so many things from there. But that is not the subject of today. The father blessed Jacob. And the inheritance and the blessings that the father had for Esau came over Jacob. And how did he do it? How did, did that happen? By speaking. If you, you read the earlier chapter, the Bible says that when he finished eating, because the father has said to him, go and prepare me venison such as I love. And when I eat and I'm, I am full, then my soul will bless you. So when he, the, the man brought the food and he ate, after he ate and drank wine, he said, my son, come close. The last test was to smell and feel that whether uh, uh, Jacob or Esau was the actual Esau he was about to bless. Are you here? Yeah, because blessings are not just given in vacuum. goes into specific names. You don't transfer account uh, money into people. You need the account number. 
Do you understand? So when Jacob came closer, pretending to be Esau, and he had put, you know, he had put Esau's clothing, okay, and the scent of it has come on him. And the, the Bible says that Jacob was plain, but Esau was a hairy man. So he took some of the fur of the goat and put it on his neck and all that to, pre to pretend that he was Esau. And the mother has also told him that he should take one of the dresses. Those times there were no, uh, uh, what do you call it? Omo, lax. So your scent, your sweat becomes your scent. So if your scent is bad, it's unfortunate. Even when they wash, you know that sometimes you wash and the scent is still in there. Yeah. Guys, are you, are you there? The Bible, guys, go to the verse number, chapter 27. And the Bible, the Bible says, when Jacob, who was pretending to be Esau, came close and the father smelled him, he said, mm, look at the smell of my son. It's like a land that the Lord has blessed. Amen. So that was the last check. That was the last verification. You know, sometimes you want to transfer money into them. They say verify account number. Yeah. The father had grown old, so he could not see. You see. So when he brought a food, they said, are you my very son, Esau? Then Jacob said, yes, daddy. I am your very son, Esau. You see. That, that, have you watched a movie that you can see? It's like something is about to happen. Jacob was afraid that, hey, if my father finds out that I am not Esau, I'm going to have a curse instead of a blessing. But the mother had told him that, don't worry. If you are found out, your curse will be on me. You just do what I want you to do. And he puts fair the fire of the animal on the neck. I don't know how he did it. He put it. The mother helped him to put it over there. I don't know whether he had a glue or whatever. But he put some. Then he, he put his brother's dress on him. You see, look at what the, the guy did. He knows that the scent will be in the dress. But if perhaps the father touches him. So under the dress was the fair. He had, he had planned it well. But when the guy spoke, hmm, see, she put the skin hmm, of the kids of the goat upon his head, hands and upon the smooth of the neck. So his neck was smooth. So, but Esau was twins. They were twins, but one was plain and one was. So the mother showed him what to do. But when the father when he brought the venison, the father said that the voice is that of Jacob. But the hands is that of Esau. So as the father was eating, he was still thinking that, hey, am I about to bless the wrong person? And after he finished eating, they said, where is my son? Let my son come and kiss me so I can bless him. And, and his father, Isaac, said unto him, come near now and kiss me, my son. And he came near and kissed him. And he smelled the smell of his raiment. Can you see? Yeah, the perfume. 
Some of you identify by your smell. <laughs> and blessed him and said, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Hallelujah. I'm talking about how the blessing came. The blessing came by the pronouncement. The father began to release blessing. Blessing that 40 year old men are fighting over was not a land that is somewhere, was not account number, was not a title. There were nothing like that. But that the father will speak and say, Be blessed. Let it be well with you. And if you continue, go to number 28. Therefore, God give thee of the dew of heaven. The blessing has started. So God give thee the, the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth. That is why the Middle East, they are sitting on oil. If you read where we, I will show you, he told him, he said, in thee and in thy seed shall all the family of the earth be blessed. There is no one in this life who is not using something that is invented by a Jew. The money you are using, cash was invented by Jews. Banks, even Facebook. Many things. Many, many things. And he told him, he said, you shall spread to the north, to the south, to the east. There, if you find out, everywhere in this world, Jews are all over. They are even South African Jews. There are Jews in Poland. There are Jews in Jews everywhere. He said you will spread to every, every nation has a Jew. Hallelujah. I'm showing you how the blessing is. And when Jacob woke up from, he said, this is no other than the gates of heaven. Hallelujah. This is the house of God. So the house of God, like you are here, is the gate of heaven. And God is looking upon you this morning. Blessings are coming over your head. In the name of Jesus. And God said to him, God said to you, I am the, the Lord God of Abraham, your father. I am the God of Isaac. The land where you are, I'm going to give it to you. He said, I will be with you. And I will make sure that I will not leave you until I have performed all the things that I have said unto you. And Bible said, Jacob vowed a vow. He said, if the Lord will be with me and will keep me and give me food enough to eat, bread to eat and raiment to put on, that I come again unto my father's house, then the Lord God will be my God. And this stone that I slept on, I said, Pillow will be your house. And of all that you will give me, I will surely give you the tent. What am I saying? You notice that those who knew God, they noticed that to have enough bread to eat, it will take God. To be able to have nice things to wear, it will take God. To build a house, to buy a car, to prosper, you need the hand of God. Because the rich people, they may not even pay you enough to live happily ever after. Hmm? Yeah, you can wait for 28 days in the month, but when they pay you, you look at the money and you are sad. Yeah. So it takes the hand of God. Are you here? The supernatural hand of God 
is coming into your affairs in the name of Jesus. I said, may the supernatural hand of God come into our face. I need you. You see, this morning, I want you to pray just a simple prayer that God be involved in my affairs. What I will eat, what I will wear, where I will sleep, where I will go. I want you to be involved, influence it. That is all that Jacob was saying. Many of us, we don't plan with the God factor. We have not invited God to influence the things. You are only planning with your pay pocket. Your employer is the only source of income. But I'm saying that look up onto the hills. From whence cometh your help? Your help comes from the Lord. Hallelujah. The one who neither sleep nor slumber. Hallelujah. He will sustain you. He will perfect you. He will heal you in the name of Jesus. Are you here? I need you to have faith in God. I need you to have faith in the living God that God can step in your affairs. Amen. Yeah, the God that parted the Red Sea, the God that reigned uh, manna, hallelujah, the God that kept Daniel in the lion's den, the, de- the God that raised the dead, I'm talking about a supernatural God, a man, the living God who can step in your affairs, the God who can heal your diseases, the God who can bless your life. Hallelujah. Are you here? Because that is what we see about Jacob. He got the involvement of God. Even after all that God has said, he said, no, I will not. Bible said, and he vowed a vow. He vowed a vow. Hallelujah. And what was the vow? The vow. He says, saying, if God will be with me, if God will be with me and keep me in this way that I go and give me bread to eat and remain to put on, that I will come again. If God will be with me. Hallelujah. May God be with you. And this is what I, I want you to. Listen to me. Listen to me. In this world, Football team are able to spend millions of pounds and millions of dollars just to buy a player to play in their team. Because they know that if Messi is playing in your team, you you, will win. They know that if Neymar is with me, if CR7 is with me, do do you understand? So people who is with you can make a difference. Even, even football managers know that who is with you. So they can spend a lot of money to buy one player, two players, to just come and play in a team so that they will be assured of winning. Hallelujah. But this morning, I'm telling you, there's somebody who is more than mercy. There's somebody who is more. When God is with you, they say, if the Lord will be with me, may God be with you. If God is with you, he will ensure that you are always winning. It will always be well with you. Hallelujah. Are you here? If the Lord will be with me and keep me in this way that I go, may the Lord keep you. I say, may the Lord keep you. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You shall not die before your time. We cancel premature death. Whatever threatens your existence, we deal with it. In the name of Jesus, may you have long life. 
if the Lord will be with me and keep me, may the keeper of Israel keep you. I say, may the Lord keep you in the name of Jesus. He will keep your going out and he will keep your coming in. You shall not be involved in an accident. Whether you are flying or you are driving, whether you are in a train or you are in a, a boat, you are safe in the name of Jesus. Be delivered from food poisoning. Be delivered from stray bullets. Be delivered from being, being attacked by robbers. In the name of Jesus, may the Lord keep you. Hallelujah. If the Lord will keep me in this way that I go, may he keep you whether you are going or you are coming. Whether awake or asleep. Do you know that many people die in their sleep? One day somebody came to me. Say, Pastor, I was sleeping and I was having a dream. In the dream, somebody came, was holding a gun, wanted to shoot me. And I, I, I got up. I saw he was asking me, what would have happened if he had shot me in the day? I said, I don't know. I don't know. Thank God you woke up before you were shot. <laughs> Some people die. They sleep, they wake up, then they are either in heaven or wherever. Are you there? If you keep me wherever you go. Then the next one. And give me bread to eat and remain to put on. May you eat enough of what you like. Do you know that sometimes the things you like, you can't afford enough? Hello, are you here? How many you eat your favorite food once a while? Once a while. May God bless you. That you can eat your favorite food anytime you want. May you not hate what you like. Because of money. Sometimes you have gone, you want to buy something, but when you count the coins, so you, you take your eye off. Some of you, you behave as though you don't, you don't like 100% juice. But the truth of the issue is that your money is not up to you. That is why you are always buying oils and you are always diluting. But one of these days, I see you buying 100% juice. And you will drink enough of it. I say you will have enough of it. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody told me, Pastor, at the end of the month, end of the month, so not the beginning, end of the month, he said this brother will always buy uh, bones, bones of meat. And will cook it for a long time because he cannot afford the meat. Not that he likes bones or it's not, it's not like cooking it for his dog, but the way you see, there are bones that they are, I think that they are meat, uh -huh, meaty bone. Huh? You know it? Or you are the one I'm talking about? <laughs> what a shock. He said, he, he will cook it for a long time to the extent that even the bones become soft. Because he adds the bone to the meat. He said, it's not easy. It's not easy. You see, not that the guy doesn't like meat, but sometimes you can't afford it. That's why he said that if you give me enough food to eat, 
may you eat enough of whatever you like. You will not wait until December. You will not eat your favorite meal only in Christmas. No. In the mighty name of Jesus. Then remain to put on. May your jersey not be a jersey on you. May you not be identified with your dress. When they see your dress, yeah, he's the one. He's the one. When you see, even they said, if you see a green top, he's the one. May you not be identified with your jersey. May you have bread enough to eat and raiment to put on. And God, God, Jacob was saying that all this, God does it. All this, God does it. All this. Yesterday, I was there. I picked something. Then suddenly, somebody's name came into my mind. That, oh, this thing will be very nice on this person. Why is it that your name did not come up? I said, why is it that your name did not come up? So God does all the, how, why? I know plenty of people, but one person's name come up. God does all these things. I said, God does all these things. Yeah. May you have something. Some, may God bring your thoughts. Somebody will rise and say, mm, this lady, let me just uh, uh, bless her. Let me just, yeah. The person orders the thing online. It comes. Then it's your size. It doesn't fit the person. Then it, it, it brings it to you. you are, the person is size 12. He buys the thing when it comes. It's size 8. Instead of going to change it, so it will look nice on this person. The hassle of going and coming. God does all these things. He, the, she buy five dresses instead of size 12 or a size 8. Suddenly you have five dresses that you couldn't afford. Receive it. It's a nice mistake. She buys a nice shoe that you are looking for. When she wore the shoe, then it is your size. Say, Charlie, be blessed with it. Remain to put on. Hallelujah. God does all these things. Father, we thank you. So take your offering, take your tithe, take your seed. And as you are giving, pray and say, the Lord, get involved, get involved, get involved in my life, in what I wear, in what I eat, where I sleep. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May your, may your, your leg size be the same size of an important person in the name of Jesus. You'll be there. Somebody will bring you accessory, reborn. There's plenty of them. Say, look, I have had this for a long time. I've got a new one. Take this, all of them, plenty in the name of Jesus. Somebody will see you wearing something you cannot afford. They say, what? I thought I was saving to buy. How did you get this? It will happen. Whether your size is extra small or extra big, God is thinking about you in the name of Jesus. Take your offering, take your tithe, take your seed, whatever you are giving. Lift it up. Lift it up. Where are the ashes? Can you move from there and come here? I don't know what plan is is this. Can we have you come here? So, 
You take one session, you take one session. That is easy. Okay, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the great opportunity we have to give. We give because we love you, and we love you because you first love us. May we not be the same. In Jesus' mighty name. As we pay our tithe, we give our offering. Let the blessings, oh yes, of titan and giving be our portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Are you so excited to be in the house of the Lord? I am so excited, especially this time of the service. It's one of the times where I know that God he has given me a promise that I will be strengthened. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Psalms that they go from strength to strength, them that appear before God in Zion. Hallelujah. And our pastor has been teaching us about Anakazo. Last week it was amazing because he gave us the importance of Anakazo. And I believe that always when you get the importance of why you should do something, it becomes easier. Hallelujah. And today it was easy also for me in the field. I was trying because I know the reason why I should do what I do. And my pastor, who is the best, one of the best, one of the best pastor we have in town, my pastor, your pastor, Bishop Napoleon Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you. What a good God you are. What a faithful father and friend you are. Lord, this morning we lift our hands in surrender to you, Lord. We welcome your presence in the name of Jesus. Let your spirit have its own cause in our lives. May we not be the same because we came. Holy Spirit of God, we call on you. We call on you. Help us. Help us to understand even the word that is about to come. In the name of Jesus, we bind the powers of darkness and forces that are about to steal the seeds that is about to be sown. We pray for the spirit of understanding. We pray for love. We pray for wisdom. And Lord, we pray for your touch, your healing, and your perfection. We give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. And all the saints shall shout and say, Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Please be seated in heavenly places. Anakazo. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 14. Luke chapter 14. So we have been sharing and talking about the story of Anakazo. Amen. All right. So take your Bibles and let's go straight to Luke chapter 14. Let's read it and we'll be out of here. Are you in Luke chapter 14? Are you there? If you are there, say amen. If you are not there, say wait for me. Okay, Luke chapter 14, we are reading from verse number 16. 
The Bible says, Then said he unto them, A certain man made a great supper, and bade many, and sent his servant at supper time to call to them that were bidden, Come, for all things are now ready. And they all with one consent began to make excuse. And the first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground, and I must need go and see it. I pray thee have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I go to prove them. I pray thee have me excused. Twenty. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come straight away. So that servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servants, Go out. Are you there? Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and bring in hither the poor and maim the hot and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there is room. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel. So, so, somebody say to the person by you, compel. And compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. 24. For I say unto you, that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. Amen. Can we read the 23 together, all of us, one go. Go into the highway and edges and compel them to come in that my house. Amen. Why should they go to the highway and the hedges? Why? They are supposed to go and compel them. So that what will happen? Then the purpose is a full house. Hallelujah. So this story, so the word here, the word we are seeing, the word compel is translated from a Greek word. And that Greek word is the word anakazo. Anakazo. Everybody say with me, anakazo. Anakazo. The compelling power. Hallelujah. Yeah. Compelling power. Amen. So the Bible teaches us over here that there is a principle that will let you do well. If whatever you are doing, you don't want to have an empty house or have empty. Are you there? And you want a full house. You want a, a, a profit. You don't want to break even, but you want to have profit. You want to increase. You want to do well, productivity, fruitfulness. You need to deploy the principle or the power of anakazo. Amen. A compelling force. A force that will let you rise up from where people have not done well. A force that will cause you to have a success story where everybody is having a bad story. Even if you're a student, where subject that everybody is failing, you will pass. Amen. I did not hear a lot of this, amen. amen. 
if you're a businessman, businesses that are closing down, that same business, not like other industry, that same business, you will be doing well. Because with the spirit and with the power of Anakazo, you will compel people. You will make it impossible for people to resist what you have to offer. Hallelujah. So we notice that uh, this story begins by telling us that the man prepared, invited people. They all with one consent made excuses. They made what? Excuses. They made excuses and none of the people came. It's just like selling. It's just like doing a business. Nobody is buying your product. Nobody is interested in what you have to offer. People say they will come. They don't come. People even try to do day by day. They don't finish. People, different things are happening. Do you understand? It's the, it's the, it's the typical story of a business, of employment, of a marriage. Nobody is noticing you. People are getting married, but you, nobody is. If you don't rise up with the spirit of Anakazo, you see that nobody is choosing you. <laughs> yeah, you need Anakazo. <laughs> you, you need a compelling power that when somebody sees you, you say, unless I pay low, but I can't sleep. <laughs> Hallelujah. So what is the Meaning of this word, anakazo, to compel. The last time we saw it in English, it means to what? To necessitate. Make it necessary. You can relate, as a lady, you can relate very gently, nicely with it. You make it necessary for the person to propose to you. Your relationship, the way you relate. Do you understand? But the, the reason you have given yourself to the person, he has slept with you. There's nothing, you, you, you cannot be married. Men want things, new things that they have not discovered. You are so cheap to be paid for. Uh, you thought that maybe when you sleep with the person, then the person will marry. No, at all, at all. Rather, the, that's why after he has had his way with you, he's going to look for a virgin somewhere. Virgin Atlantic or Virgin Mobile. But you can relate. The meaning of the word anakazo is necessitate. Make it necessary. Do you understand? It becomes your relationship. You want people to buy your things. The way you even introduce the thing, the way you talk about it, it becomes a necessity. The person knows that it's a necessity. I need to have this. Are you, are you there? So the Bible said, that the man said to them, the first one, he said, he invited, they did not come. Okay, he called, they did not come. They, they went to bring those who wanted to come. Uh, some came, but there was still room. The business is not as profitable. So now he released the last key. He said, the last key is now to compel then the word compel is what we are looking to make it necessary. If you make the product, if you explain to the people why they need the product, why the product you are selling is necessary for their health, their upkeep, and their life, they, 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 they will buy it. 
if you make it, somebody can see how necessary you are. You are a necessity in his life. Without you, his home will not be nice. <laughs> are you here? He has to necessitate. Not only that, what is the next word? To, to compel, drive, constrain. Constrain, it means that you make it, you cannot allow the person not to uh, uh, back up, uh, back out, but the person becomes. To force, it means to force. The word compel, you are forcing the person. Do you understand? Yeah. When persuasion fails, force must be applied. You must force people. That's why sometimes you enter into agreement, they say it's too late. When you buy, they say you cannot return. They are forcing you to buy the thing. Even if you go and you don't like it, it's too late. you can only change it. As for the money, the ones they've received the money, you cannot have it back. Hmm? What? Traits. 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 And what again? By permission and treaties. Begging. Begging. I, I mean, making it. Do you, do you understand? Yeah. That is the meaning of the word. And by other means or by all means, you need to make sure that whatever you are doing, you use this power, drive, force, persuasion. Hmm? Make sure that people know, make it necessary. You are selling a product, you don't know the uses or the importance or even the need, trend or whatever. So nobody thinks that is necessary. Are you here? Yeah, so whatever you are doing, you need to make it very necessary. If you can get the people to understand why they need what you are selling. If you can make it a point to let the brother know why he needs you in his life. That without you, his life will never be a certain way. Because the advices you are giving, the way you see that, no, I need this lady in my life. The way it is, I need to pay for this lady. Hallelujah. And not only that, anakazo also goes with uh, two other words that you need to know. Anakazo, biazo, and anadea. Now, there is uh, a story in the Bible. uh, Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11. Look at this uh, story also. Let's go straight to verse number 11 and 12. There's no time. It's a short message. Then we'll be out of here. Are you here or you are going home? Okay. Can we read it together? 1, 11 and 12. Very I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there has not risen a greater than John the Baptist, notwithstanding, he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. Verse number 12. Let's go. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. And the violent take it by force. So the word there, force, biazo, you need a certain force. 
Bible says from the time of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God is suffering violence, but the violent will take it by force. Are you there? That is why you go there, you, you will see people, you buy. Have you bought something that you got home and you don't, you don't know why you bought the thing? They stood in the car. They advertised the thing. They spoke about it in the way when you bought it. When the people left, you said, ah, why did I? I don't need this. You have bought pots. You have bought trays. You have bought things. Tupperwares, napkins, slippers, bedsheets, Things that you don't need. You, but they force it by force. You see, they are doing an advert for a car tie. You don't know what has Carter got to do with a naked woman. You don't know. They are forcing. So if you don't apply force, if you don't force, and you are going to wait till things happen naturally, you are not going to do well. You will need to apply biazo. Tell somebody biazo. And God expects you as Christians. If you are going to wait till somebody comes and says, I want to get born again, will you take me to church? It's not going to happen. The kingdom of God, many people will go to hell if you don't go and pull them. Some people don't know that they are about to go to hell. They may even think that they are doing you favor. Don't worry. Don't worry. You, you see, if we don't rise up, that is how come the Orthodox churches and churches that brought all of us is becoming empty. Go to Europe, go to America. Churches are being sold. Churches are being converted to malls. They are becoming museums because they are waiting for people to come. And Bible, Jesus is telling us that from the time of John the Baptist, the kingdom is suffering violence, but the violence will take it by force. You need to take your prosperity by force by fire. Your health by force by fire. Whatever you want in this life, you need it by force by fire. If you don't rise up before you notice, you have not done well. If you don't shake yourself before you notice, you have failed. If you are waiting until things become orderly and the condition permits you to do what you want to do, it is not going to happen. It, there is no convenient time. Life is not going to get easier. Write it somewhere. As a student, you have more time than you can ever have. Hello, hello. Please be seated. When preaching is going, don't, don't be moving. Get seated, please. We are here for just a short time. No movement. Life will never be simpler. As a student, you have more time than you can ever have in your life. So whatever you need to do, make time and do it. Make time and do it. Hallelujah. Do the best you can do at where you are. Because when you finish this, you are going to start work. Before you notice, you have become a husband. You become a wife. You become a manager, a supervisor. Then you are a mother, a father. You are before complex. You become... Everything is going to be added. Are you here? So you need to do whatever you have to do. You don't need to say that I'm waiting. No, there's nothing like that. The English people say time and tide. Wait for no man. Hallelujah. But the Bible says that this anachasm man prepares. 
Amen. Prepare before the force. And the last word that I need you to know is the word anadia. Anadia is found in Luke chapter 11. You remember the story. Luke chapter 11, verse number 8. Can we read it together? One go. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is a friend, yet because of his importunity, and give him as many as he needed. The word importunity is the Greek word anedia, importunity, shameless, shameless. He was talking about a man who had a friend, and he did not have anything to serve before the friend. So he started calling. You just think about it. If you are not shameless, you will not get so many things in this life. You just think about it that you are in a complex. You are top and your friend calls you. Hello. Hello. Mr. TV. Are you there? Please, I need a loaf of bread. My friend has come. Is he? The man was, Bible said that the man was asleep. But the opportunity, because of how the, the, his friend was calling his name. Mr. TV, I'm the one. I'm the one. I'm your friend. Afes. This is Afes talking. I have a friend. He just arrived. I'm so sorry. I need a loaf of bread. All the people in the complex are listening to your conversation. Are you going to say no? Hello? I said, are you going to say no? Hello? Mr. TV, I'm the one. I'm, he's, knocking, boom, boom, boom. he's knocking and shouting. I am here. Just a loaf. Just a loaf is enough. I will buy it and give you to you another time. A loaf, yeah. Bible says that the man did not wake up to give to him because he was their friend. But because of the shameless, the importunity, that word is an idea. You are not shameless. You are buying things you cannot even ask for reduction. You are throwing the money away. Should that cost uh, uh, 500, you have bought it 750. Because you couldn't ask that. Uh, 750, is that the, the best you can? Are you, will you give me a rebate? Every top suit, suitcase, all, all these things that you think that when they mention the price, you don't know. There's always a discount. Most people have discount up to 10%. And the supervisor can give you a discount of 15%. And the manager can take it to sometimes 20 or 25. I'm telling you. So depending on who you meet, they can give you 10% discount. And the supervisor can increase it to 15. And the manager can take it even further. But you are too cool, too nice. You are too diplomatic to add that. Is there a discount? Don't I qualify for discount? I'm buying all this. Is there a discount? Hey! As I went around shopping for uh, ceiling tiles, everything. I was at this. What is the discount? Where, where, does this, the, I, I, where does the discount stand? What amount? I know that it exists. And I will even begin to bargain when I was buying the tiles. They said, this is the price. I said, no, I can't pay this price. I need 1,000 square meters. Do you understand? 
I, I asked the man, I'm not just buying 20 square meters, I'm buying 1,600. And so I, let, this, I need us to sit down. Then we talk about it. Let's negotiate. Amen. If not, you are going to pay what you cannot afford. Shameless. So, if you are going to be somebody who will fulfill your purpose and succeed, you need what? Anakazo. You need Biazo by force. Since the time of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence by the violent. You need to be violent. You need to be violent so that your character will be good. You need, you need to stare yourself and say, no, I give myself 10% for my behavior. I don't like this behavior. How can I sleep so much? Even the way you wake up, that is why you are always late. You know, you wake up and you are there trying to summarize the sleep. After you wake up, to come off the bed, you need another hour. You are there. Hey! You need to wake up violently. Hey! <laughs> Hallelujah! Because sleep will not let you go unless you are violent. Sleep is nice. Even when you are about to wake up, you see the sleep will be telling you, your body will be telling you, know what? You are tired from yesterday. Just summarize, just summarize, just, just stretch yourself a bit, create some artificial darkness so that you can see how uh, you need to be violent and you need to be shameless. Hallelujah. I say you need to be shameless. You need to take your letters and go to the office and say, I'm here to see the manager. I say, do you have an appointment? I say, I don't have an appointment, but I need to see him. You just be sending your letters to the secretary and uh, it will never get to the one who needs to read it. Somebody will read it and shred it. You will never be employed because you are not shameless to see that I have come to meet him. Oh, he doesn't have you. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Sometimes be, be, because of how you have been there, you say, you know what? I think that is you. The, 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 the secretary said, that, Sir, I think this gentleman has been here so many times, I'm even feeling ashamed. The person, you compel the person, you see, by your importunity, you make it necessary for her to make you see whoever can help you. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah. And the Bible says that the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, the house of God, heaven will be empty if you don't apply anakazo. Biazo and Anadea. Hallelujah. There are people here that speak in tongues, but they are ashamed of speaking in tongues. They cannot pray. When they go to a restaurant, they are ashamed. If you have been courageous, many people will even ask you, where do you go to church? They will want to follow you. Because when you got your food, you just look to the left and they, you did like they bless her. You should have prayed. You should have prayed a, Say, Lord, thank you. Thank you. What a blessing. What a beautiful day. Thank you for your provision. I bless this food and I sanctify it. 
Lord, let anyone else who doesn't have to eat also receive. And I pray that this food will be health to my body. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. With a smile on your face, the people will look at you and say, wow, I've seen a, a nice Christian. They say, Please, where do you go to church? But you are ashamed. You are ashamed to pray to your God. You look at another religion, Muslims. Whether it's in a car, in a plane, when it is time, they will take their mats. Before you know it, they are doing something. They rather are using a compelling power. They are using force. They are using entreaties by force and getting things done. Are you here? Because the Bible said that the father who in this story represents God himself has made a great supper and is saying to us, his church, his members, if you are here this morning, you are the one God is talking to. Hallelujah. Amen. That every Sunday morning, Tuesday evening, Friday, whenever there's service, God is telling us, we his servants, go and invite people. Go and compel them. Go and bring. If you did not bring anybody to church today, that is the last time. The next time you are coming, compel somebody. Amen. Somebody who is not ready to come. Pay the person's transportation. Force the person, entry the person by force, shamelessly. Tell the person that we need to go to church. Hallelujah. If not, the house of Jesus will be empty. If not, the blood of Jesus will be in vain. If not, his death on the cross will be in vain. There are so many people who are going to hell. And every Sunday, every Tuesday, any time we meet, the Lord is declaring to you, is asking me and you, Invite them, compel them, bring them in, talk to them. Don't just be casual, be shameless. Be bold by force, by entry, persuasion. Make it necessary. Let the person see why he must be in church on Sunday. Let the person take a shift that is not Sunday. Let the person change. Do it. Why? Because the, the Bible says that a great man, he, has, he said he has prepared. Verse number 16. He prepared a great supper. Said unto him, a certain man had made a great supper. A great supper. Is God not serving? We come to church not to meet with a man. Then why do I come? I also come to hear from God. As I'm preaching, God also is blessing me. Hallelujah. Amen. We come, we come. The supper, things will be said when you come to the church. He prepares. God has prepared a supper for us, a banquet. Amen. Yeah, that we need to bring people to come and feast. When you come, what will you eat? The first. Is it the, 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 it's not just one, one course meal or three. It's about five course meal you have in the house of God. If you, I mean, there has been a worship, there has been praises there. But God, when you come to his house, there's milk. Bible says, as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word. The word of God is milk for the babies. First Peter chapter 2, verse number 2. Hallelujah. Amen. So God wants people to come to drink the milk. Those who cannot afford the milk of the word is available to you. I said, the milk of the word is available to you. That is the first course. 
Hallelujah. There's water. Bible says that we are sanctified by the washing of the word, of the water by the word. Ephesians chapter 5 verse number 26. The supper is prepared. The word of God is being saved. The water that we are being washed, we are being washed by, we are sanctified and washed by the washing of what? Water by the word. Is it there? That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. Amen. Amen. There's water in the house of God. Not only that, there's also bread. Bible says, you shall not live by bread alone. Tell somebody you shall not live by bread alone. Matthew chapter 4 verse number 4. So God has prepared. There's bread. There is enough bread for the hungry. You shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Like somebody said, Bible says you shall not live by bread alone, so there must always be magic. <laughs> but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah. Not only that, there is also meat. Strong meat. Strong meat. God has a lot of meat. Do you want pork, sausage, beef, lamb, mountain? I don't know what you want, but there's meat. In Hebrews chapter 5, verse number uh, 14. But when you start from the top, Hebrews 5, uh, 14. Okay, the, the 12 says, listen to this. For when for a time you ought to be teachers, you have neither one teach you again, which is the first principles of the oracles of God, and have become such as have need of what? Milk and not strong meat. Hallelujah. Continue. For everyone, teaching, everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. So when all you can is milk, it means that you have not graduated. Is it not babies that we give them milk and milk? When you grow, you get to the meat. Verse number 14. Look at the 14. Let's read it together. One, go. But strong meat belonged to them that are full of age. Have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So strong meat. Amen. So when you, you see, God has prepared. Not only that, but Jesus told us in John chapter 6, when you read from verse number 35, he said, I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. When you come, when you come to me, you will never hunger. You will never, you will never struggle. Is it there? Yeah. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. Are you there? And he that believeth on me shall never taste. Wow. Are you here? That is why the last time you came alone is the last time. Anytime you are coming to invite people, compel them. Because the Bible said a certain man made great supper. There is bread, there is milk, there's water, there's strong meat. Hallelujah. Not only that, but there are fruits also. Fruits of the spirit. Bible talks about the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5, verse number 20. When you come to the house of God, you see, you see that there's love. There is everything, fruit of the Spirit. 
Are you there? There's fruit. So there's a great, great, great. There's great, great supper, buffet that is going on. You can eat limitless. There is enough milk for everyone. Hallelujah. Yeah. By the fruit of the Spirit, love. Are you not feeling love in the church? Do you feel some joy? That is the things that your spirit needs to eat. Maybe you are thinking about only, uh, uh, what do you call it, mango. No. These are fruits of the spirit. Your spirit, the, the, you need something to feed your spirit. The spiritual bread, the spiritual water, the spiritual fruits. Hallelujah. Amen. The spiritual meat. Because you are not a piece of flesh. You are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in this body. And every morning, Sunday we come here, invite people to come and feed themselves. Let them experience the joy, the fruits. As you come and you feel love, you have been served with a fruit. Fruit of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? That's what the Bible says. A certain man prepared. He made a great supper. I say he made a great supper. I say he made a great supper. There's enough bread, enough milk. And not only that, you need to top it up with wine. Wow. What a blessing. I said, what a blessing. The Bible talks about the, 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 the wine, the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. Which is the wine that washes us. Without the blood of Jesus, where will you be and where will I be? That's why sometimes you get drunk in the wine. We are washed. Our sins are cleansed. Amen. By his blood. So when the wine of the spirit is served, it brings salvation. It brings deliverance. It brings, you, are, you, you forget about all your soul. Ha, have you known that people, when people become drunk, they become very kind? Do you know a drunkard who is very kind? When you say, oh, hey, then they are beginning to. They forget about their pain and their sorrows. When the blood of Jesus is saved, when the blood of Jesus comes in, your sins are washed. Your mistakes are forgiven. Everything that makes you afraid is no longer. Hallelujah. Are you here? Or you are going home? He said to them, we will not drink of the fruit of the vine again until we drink it and in my father's kingdom. I think in, in Matthew, you will see. You will see. He said, this is the uh, 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 the New Testament of my blood. When he took the cup, Bible said he, he broke the bread, they ate it. And after that, when he took the cup, he gave up and he said to them, this is the New Testament in my blood. Yeah, for this is my blood. This is my blood of the New Testament. What is the blood? When you read the verse before, can we go uh, the verse before? And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it unto them, saying, Drink ye of it. Hallelujah. Amen. The next one. For this is my blood hmm? of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Hallelujah. The blood of Jesus will wash you. The blood has washed me. 
Yeah, when you are, you become excited. You see, you come confused, sinful. But when the blood washes you, you have drunk of the wine, you see that you feel so joyful. How many got born again, you received the Holy Ghost uh, 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 baptism and you were filled, you were speaking in language like gibberish. You see how, how people drink and they are speaking. You also were speaking a new language that you have not learned. Yeah, you were drunk with the wine. The wine of his spirit. Hallelujah. Are you here? Or you are going home? It's very important. It's very important. A certain man prepares a great supper. Hallelujah. God has prepared great supper. A buffet for everyone who wants to enjoy. Everyone. So much hunger. So much stress. So much pain. And difficulty outside there in the world. Hallelujah. So the Anakazo story is so that the house may be full. Look at the back. Look, look. You just turn around. You notice that the house is not full. You see that the house is not full. At all, it's not full. So we need to rise up with the spirit of Anakazo. Hallelujah. To compel. To compel. To drive. To necessitate. To force. To uh, entreat. Whatever. Persuade. Shamelessly. By force. By fire. And let them come in. We need Anakazo. We need Anadea. We need Biazo. In the name of Jesus. Are you here? Yeah. So, before we go, I will just give you two points so that you don't uh, say that you did not get the point. I'm trying. So, the first, the first thing is that Anakazo. Hmm? When you are practicing Anakazo, Anakazo person prepares... A great supper. Hallelujah. And a casual man prepares. There must be preparation. Tell somebody, have you prepared? And a casual man prepares. Amen. Don't just go. Don't just go and say, you don't know. Prepare what you are going to say as you go. Prepare. Have answers. For whatever, read the Bible. You prepare yourself with the reading of the word. You prepare yourself with praying. You prepare yourself. Hallelujah. Prepare. Prepare with prayer. Prepare with the study of the word. Prepare. Don't just go out. Don't just go. Don't go and say to my father, my pastor says I should come and call you. Prepare. Why should I come to church? You must have an answer. You testify what the Lord has done for you. Bible says a certain lady met Jesus. The, the, the Samaritan woman. She went into the city and said, come and see a man that I met. Come and see. He, she had not read the Bible. She did not know John 3.16, but she testified of her encounter. She said, come and see a man. If you cannot preach, you can testify. Your testimony, when you made the Lord, what has he done for you? That is different from preaching the gospel. Preaching the gospel, witnessing, open to preaching the scriptures. is different from testifying that, I don't know, but I think that, I mean, God is in this place. A church that I went to, I got born again. And since I got born again, I have stopped fornication. I can't even smoke again. I'm speaking with new tongues. My life has never been the same. And I need you to come. 
and also testify. Come and taste and see for the Lord. And Bible said, this woman testified. Mm? Come and see a man which told me all things that I ever did. It's not this the Christ. He did not even know whether well, Jesus said, is it not what is happening? I think that Jesus is at work in my life. Since I went to church, the bad dreams have stopped. The bad language has stopped. I am behaving better now. I am no longer confused. I am happy about myself. I, the thought of suicide is gone away. Is, it not, is, it not, is this not the Christ at work in my life? Is this not Christ at work? I used to be so depressed, but no longer. Especially when they are having the worship and the prayer. It helps me so. Come and see. What is, is it not Christ at work? She did not even know whether it is Christ. What has gone on in your life? You don't even know who is responsible. Invite them there. You know, I don't know much. Uh, there's a song. It said, I, I, I don't know much, but I know that I love you. Have you heard that song? What? I don't know. I don't know much about history. I don't know much about geography. But all that I know that I love you. <laughs> if somebody's rap, you can use it. I don't know much about the Bible. I don't know much about the Holy Spirit. I've no, I don't know about theology. I don't know about the exegesis of the Bible. I don't know about preaching. and I don't know the Hebrew words and the Greek word, New Testament. All I know is that since I met, I got born. Something has changed. I, I, I don't know much. I don't know what scripture I'm going to use. But all I know is that when you also encounter what I have experienced, will, will also be available. That is testifying. Your testimony will bring many unto Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. What has Christ done to you? What is it? It's like, come and see a man that I, I met. He told me all about myself. Is it not the Christ? Tell your friends, me that used to be very wicked. Look at what has happened to me. Inviting you to Christ. Is it not that Christ at work in my life? This Jesus thing, I think it works. This Jesus thing, I think it works. Look at me. I don't remember the last time I went to a tavern. I have thrown my bottle away. Hey. Hallelujah. Are you here? Are you here? Prepare, prepare your testimony, your testimony, your prayer, your invitation, so that the house of God will be full. Amen. Amen. So God is talking to his church. He's talking to her. We are his servant. Bible says, and the man said unto his servant that supper is ready. All things are made ready. The praise and worship people are ready. The dancing stars are ready. The choir is ready. The word of God. God himself has prepared something for us. Hallelujah. Do you ask the person, do you want a milk or you just want a water? Or you want some fruits or you want a wine? Or you want some bread or you want some meat? There's enough of everything in the house of God. Hallelujah. Oh, I did not hear your <laughs> Shout hallelujah. Man. I don't know, but I think that this man that I met, who you would like to meet. See, guys, you go to a place, you go to a restaurant, you eat, and the food is nice. You go and call your friend, shall I have found some base? Eat the big keke. 
Let's go. Let's go to the base. But you have come to church. You have met with God. He has changed your life. You are saved. You are tongue-talking, Holy Ghost baptized, music-in. And you are not letting anybody know about the secret of your joy. Hallelujah. You should be the one who will be singing, I don't know much about history. I don't know much about history. I don't know much about the Bible. I don't, but what I know is that you will be changed. All I know is that when the master, you meet with the master, your confusion will go away. Depression cannot survive. Low self-esteem will go away. Yeah, you will become a new person. Hallelujah. How many wants to go and testify? Kaba and Dehatesa. Listen to me. I want us to pray as we end. I want us to pray that you'll be a servant of God. Yeah, because the Bible says a certain man, he sent his servant to say to them, all the people in the world say to them that supper is ready. Chris, you need to start again. You are not too old to start. You've done some. You've done well. But the end of everything is better than the beginning thereof. Yeah. It is about time for us to take up our crosses again. It is about time for us to move and walk the breadth and the length and the depth of the places that we have been before. It is about time for us to, like the, like the man, who, the condemned man, who was about to be uh, hanged, he said to the Roman father, Quiet! Shout, he shouted on the uh, uh, Roman father, Sir, quiet! Because he was about to be hanged. He was condemned. He was about to be hanged. So this Roman father was coming to pray uh, with him for his last time. So he was talking to him. But he should be born again, give his life to him. He said, quiet! He shouted, quiet! Then the man was surprised. The father was surprised. He said, what? Condemn you are about to die. I'm helping you. You are shouting at me. He said, stop it! I said, quiet! For the second time, third time, they said, friend, why? Then he asked the Roman father, do you believe? Do you believe that there is heaven to gain and hell? To avoid. Then the father said yes. He said no. I don't think what you are saying is true. He said me. Condemned man. If I knew that heaven is real. And hell is real. If the whole united kingdom. Was broken bottles. said I will crawl. On my knees. To every corner. To let everybody know. About the heaven they need to gain. And hell they need to avoid. Quiet. Don't talk to me about what is not real. If heaven is real and hell is real, is that how you behave? When was the last time you preached? When was the last time you delivered people from going there? Quiet, quiet. Don't come to here as a condemned man to talk to me. You don't believe in heaven and there's no hell. Because me, me, I'm not a preacher. But if there's a place like heaven, this was a condemned man. This was a condemned man about to be killed. They said, quiet, shout. Be quiet, don't talk to me. Hypocrites. Saying and talking about things you don't know. He said, why? He said, if the United Kingdom were broken bottles, I will crawl on my knees to, the, to, to, the, to every corner to deliver every single person from going to hell. If I believed what you say is real 
And what you say is true. Will you, is that how you will behave? People are dying going to hell. And you know that it is true. Is that how you will behave? Quiet! Stop it! That's the question I leave us. As we close. The heaven that you claim you are going, is it real to you? Are there people going to hell you know? Is, is this the best you can help them? Is this the best you can help them? You can see your friends heading straight for hell. You can see even your family member heading straight to hell. Is that the best you can do, my brother? Is that the best you can do, my sister? No, we can do better. We can do better. We cannot watch anyone to go to hell. We cannot watch anyone. By force, by entreaty, make it necessary. Yeah, by force, by fire. Shamelessly declare. When you sit in a bus, in a train, at school, wherever, let them know. Let them know that there's heaven to gain and hell to avoid. The Lord has died for all of us. May his blood not be in vain. May his blood. Tell them, supper is ready. It's a buffet. Free of charge. You can, you can drink as much as my tell them there's wine. Those who like red wine, there's wine. There's wine. There's bread. There are fruits. There's, there's water. There's milk. There's meat. Come and dine. Anakazu, Biazu, Anadea. Unless you apply for us since the time of John the Baptist, the kingdom is suffering violence. May you be violent to take it by force. With importunity, shameless, shameless, rise up in a car, in a bus, with your colleagues. Rise up and declare your faith in Christ and deliver them. With anakazu, compel, drive, make it necessary for people to go to heaven. In Jesus' name. Amen. Stand to your feet. I just want you to lift your hands to the Lord and just pray and tell the Lord, I, I surrender. I surrender. Make me your servant. I surrender. Mm. I surrender. I, I surrender. Unto Jesus. All to Thee, my blessed Savior. I To you, oh God.
to be your servants. We will obey this time, Lord. voice of God. You want to surrender this morning to be a servant. Bible says, and the Lord said unto his servants, God saved you to become his servant so you can call others. He has said to you, you know people that you need to help them not to go to hell. I want you to pray a simple prayer that Lord, I surrender unto you. Make me your servant. A servant not in the name Raymond, move, move, move. Seven, not in a name. But indeed, that I will move around. I will go everywhere I need to go. Calling on people. And bringing them. Bringing them into your house. This is your prayer. You want to say, Lord, I surrender. Forgive me. Forgive my disobedience. I don't know. I have not testified. I don't know anyone that I have invited and I have brought. But this afternoon, I repent. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just a minute. Just and pray to the Lord. Make me your servant. Make me your servant. Mahando Talabaya. Lord of oh God. That everyone here, every one of us, every one of us will be true servants. To go to the highways and the hedges. To go to the lanes and the streets of the city. Oh, to bring in the poor, the lame and the hard, the blind, oh God. Until your house is full. Until your house is full. Until use me, Lord, if you can use anything. We pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And as we end, I want to pray with you. You are here. You know that if... Jesus should come this afternoon. You will not be in heaven. But you want to make it right with God. You want to be born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I don't even understand what it means to be born again. But all I want is that I don't want to go to hell. I would like to be in heaven. If you can pray with me. If this is what you are saying, my brother, my sister... With your eyes closed wherever, lift only your right hand and I'll pray with you. I will pray with you. Stand wherever you are. You want to be born again. You don't want to go to hell. You want to give your life to Jesus. Lift only your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. Keep it lifted. Slip it high above your head. Go ahead. Thank you. Now you've lifted your hand. My sister, my brother, I want you to come. Please come to me. Let me pray with you. You've lifted it. Yes, yes, come. My sister, come. From the back, from everywhere. Come, come to me. Come to me. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you.
Lord. As we pray, say this prayer after me. Say with me, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. This afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me. I am sorry for all my sins, for all my mistakes. Please forgive me and wash me. Cleanse me with your blood. From today, I believe in you. Jesus, you are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. I believe in you, Jesus. You are the son of God who died for me and you rose again. I receive you, Jesus, into my heart as the Savior, the Master, and the Lord over my soul. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. In Jesus' name, say, Satan, from now, I don't belong to you. From now, I don't belong to you. I belong to God. I belong to Jesus. Therefore, whatever you have in me, I reject it. I refuse it. In the name of Jesus, I will follow Jesus. Say, Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Father, for saving my life through your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Father, we thank you for the life of these dear ones, your wonderful sons and daughters. Lord, bless their lives. Let them never be the same again. Lord, every form of attack, sickness, pain, condition, that is not of you. Every oppression, depression, condition, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Let the love of God fill their hearts. Let your grace be their portion. Let them know you. Let them love you. Let them walk with you until the very end. Let the grace of God that brings salvation appear in their individual lives. And Lord, raise them up and use them mightily for your kingdom. That they will be your servants. That through them, Many will come unto righteousness. We thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, please look at me. This decision you've taken is the best decision you've taken in your life. The decision to go to school made us able to write and to read. The decision to work put food on our tables. But this decision will take us one day to heaven. Amen. You will never regret it. You see our sister there. Is that you, Paul? Yeah. Our sister there. And yeah. There are three uh, people there. They are going to help you. I want you to follow them. She's holding a card. She's going to pray with you. Know your name. And your life will never be the same. Okay. There's also a gift called Born Again. Yeah, a book that will help you to know who is born again, what happens when you get born again. Okay, 
So I want you to follow her and follow them. Okay. Okay. God bless you. God bless you. Can we follow them? God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless 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 you. The rest of us, let's pray. Father, we thank you that we will truly live our lives as your servants. That we will go to the city, to the street, to the lanes and provide feedback when the house is not full, so you will show us what to do. Lord, we lift our hands and we yield our purposes in life to your will that the reason for which you created us will be fulfilled. Thank you for salvation and thank you for your plan for our lives in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.